Hello and welcome to What A Hits On, episode 7, which we are live from Instagram. I'm joined by an old pal of mine, who I've also worked with in America, Elliot J. Wilson, who goes by Els Reviews. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Elliot. Pleasure to have someone new on the podcast. Hey, no problem at all. Happy to be here. Um, so I suppose in today's episode, we're going to cover movies, series, Star Wars, Marvel and DC. So kind of wide range of variety. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so I suppose the first question I had was obviously with COVID and that kind of what have you missed most obviously about especially like um, going to the cinema and stuff like that and obviously with it, movies being impacted. It's exactly that that you know one of my escapes to do one of the things I love to do is go into the cinema. Um, my two vices in life have been going to the cinema and going to football and throughout the last six months I've not been able to do any of that, which, you know, isn't a lot of fun, but, you know, you find new things to do. I mean, there's, you know, series and films that I probably would never have got round to had, yeah. been, had we been in lockdown or things like that. I've seen some old films, which was great. Uh, some of them a bit overrated, but that's what you yeah. do. But yeah, it's uh, it's been quite nice. Yeah, no, it's like uh, as you said, like it's it's been tough, obviously, and then we've seen the impact of obviously what this COVID situation has done to a lot of the movies, and obviously been delayed to next year, or, and kind of been pushed back. So you can see a lot of people, of fans, and I have been upset, kind of to see it. But I suppose there's nothing really we can do when it comes to that. Um, Suppose the next question I have for that was what because of that, what movies are you most looking forward to next year? Well, because of that, there is plenty of choice, which is which is nice. Um, the big ones are obviously the Marvel films. Um, you've got what Black uh, Black Widow, um, Spider Man, Eternals. They're the big th they're the big three as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at my list now. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, which yeah, I. I don't think will be a good film, but I will be entertained by it. It's you know, it's not exactly going to be Citizen Kane or Shape of Water, but it's going to be you know, two monsters going at it. Um, yeah. Else, Quiet Place Two. That's something I saw yeah. the first one during lockdown for the first time. Um, yeah. Just because horror's never really been my thing, um, but I got around to it and thought, wow, that was something else, which really entertained me. Um, so the second one, really looking forward to that. But I think the one I'm looking forward to most is probably Doom, because I know, yes, Doom, because, yes. because I know nothing about it. I know absolutely yes. nothing about it. And I think it's going to be different. It's got a great cast with Oscar Isaac, Timothy Chalamet, Jason Momoa, I think, yeah. and Zendaya as well. I think that's just, that's the one to watch. I think that was going to be the front run of the best film of the year this year. Whether it is next year, I don't know. But I think that that's my they're my personal ones that I look forward to. Yeah, I suppose like that I think the ones I, I'd say I'd be kind of in the same boat with you, obviously with the Marvel mm -hmm. ones. I also am looking forward to seeing kind of what they're going to do obviously with this Schneider cut as well. That's <laughs> one I'm kind of re really excited to see because it's something that I think everyone's been crying out for, obviously, when we saw what was done, obviously, with the Justice League movie, when they completely changed it. 
And you can even see from the trailer like how much better it looks, how much better the characters look as well, obviously with the costume design and that. Um, so I suppose that is one I'm really excited to kind of... Is that now how classed as TV? With it been a four-part uh, series? You With could it say a four-part series? Yeah, you <laughs> could say it's like four, four mini-movies or something, I yeah. suppose, as well. Um, it's just HBO obviously decided to jump on it when, the minute they had the chance. Do you think it's going to be good? I think it will be. Now, I... The question I have is, what are they going to do if they're bringing in so many different characters into it and doing so many shoot, shooting of different scenes now with obviously Joker coming in, you have um, Deathstroke coming in, you've got like, so I'm kind of interested, intrigued to see what they're going to do, what kind of storylines they're going to create on from that. I know it's not the popular opinion on yeah. forums and things like that, but I am so looking forward to Jared Leto coming back as the Joker. Yeah. I I I I felt like there was more there for him. Like yeah. he, he cut down a lot of his role, and yeah. I kind of I kind of dug the vibe. Could have toned it down a little bit. I think some of the tattoos and were a bit eccentric, but the look and the vibe. I wanted to see him and Affleck together, which was yeah, sort of did. They were it was on the roof of the cars. They were going through the streets, but I wanted a almost like the Heath Ledger Bale scene in the interrogation room. I wanted something yeah. like that. And we never got that. And that was that was the infuriating thing. About, well, there was a lot of infuriating things about Suicide Squad, but that was one of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I suppose the kind of the next question I have on from that is, what do you uh, see yourself? Are you more a DC or are you more a Marvel fan? Like, which would you kind of be your go-to? Marvel would be the one to go to. I think they are a much more... Cons My favourite film is The Dark Knight, but I think Marvel, in terms of a series, is more consistent. Yeah. They're knocked it out of the park for me pretty much every time. Where I, Every time I come out of cinema, I'm like, that was amazing. Whereas DC, yeah. I'm sort of like, some of the films I'm less than impressed with mm. like it was hard you we talked about doing top fives like I, yeah i struggled with in the marvel top five so i was like oh, i can't leave that out i can't leave that out <laughs> and, then I, and then i struggled with the dc side because i was like well what do i put in it is it is three. difficult. <laughs> it is it is difficult. Like um, kind of. I was looking at myself. I was like, what would I put? Like, I would say myself now. I've always been DC yeah. more than Marvel. Now, when it comes to the movies, I think Marvel kind of trump DC most of the time because I think the way directors have done movies over the years, I think they haven't done as good of a job as say like what you see in like the animated series that they've done or in the games. Like if they had brought some kind of more of that sense into it, like it would have been better. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tough. Like I would say you wouldn't, you wouldn't struggle as much to pick a five. I don't think in DC as you would in Marvel. Um, like Marvel has so many good movies. Like since 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 they they brought out like when it came from Iron Man onwards, I think has 
Honey, you're just... You have so many choices, it's ridiculous. There's, there's not too many, I say bad films, everything's objective, subjective, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. there's not too many films where you're like, that was awful. I mean, I've, I've grown to appreciate it, but Batman v Superman, I went to the midnight screening and I've never been as angry at three in the morning as I was yeah. coming out of that. I was like, what have I just watched? Like, I just yeah. couldn't comprehend yeah. it. I was like, am I the only one? And like, straight online, like, no, it's got bad scores and all that stuff. I was like, oh, wow. This this wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this was this wasn't what because I, I love Man of Steel. It's in my top five, but it yeah it, it just like where did we where did we go from here? The trailers <laughs> were amazing, and the film left a lot to be desired. Yeah, yeah, I would say that, and I suppose from that, then what would you would you say your uh, your top five would be then? For uh, Marvel or DC. Either you can go I'll go go, go one and then say the other after. I'll do uh, I'll do DC first. We're talking about DC. So yes. at number five, I've got Wonder Woman. Yeah, very good choice. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. The last act sort of fell apart a little bit, but I enjoyed the most part, and I was really looking forward to the sequel this year. Yeah. Um, at number four, I've got Shazam. Which oh, that's a very good choice. Yeah, I I I didn't know what to expect. I thought this could go one of two ways. It's yeah, it's going to be brilliant and really satirical, or it's going to be a train wreck. And fortunately, it was the former. So yeah. that was good. Three Batman Begins. Okay. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was one of those where it was like you're coming off the back of Batman, Batman and Robin. And yeah. there's this new this new feel to it. It's Christian Bale, the guy from American Psycho, and you're thinking, what's that gonna look like? And it was yeah. the best origin story, I think. Yeah. Any for any Marvel DC, whoever it is, I think that's the best origin film. Number two, Man of Steel. Yeah. Uh, I I funnily enough, I watched Man of Steel the first year I was working with Challenger in America. Yeah. Uh, and just had an absolute ball with it. And I thought I know it had a lot of controversy at the time about the next snap and all that sort of stuff, but I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't I'm like this is, this is amazing. <laughs> Why do people not like it? And uh, number one is The Dark Knight. And you can say it's been it's been yeah. done to death at how good that film is and how it re almost redefined the genre. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I would agree with that. Like I think. Definitely, Dark Knight would be my top one uh, yeah. for sure because just even um, Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I don't think anyone could match how well into the character he was. Like he just like it even showed. Obviously, that's what led to him sadly passing. But mm -hmm. like he got so into the character, it was just it was nearly his own movie, literally, mm -hmm. because he was it was so good. It, it was it was scary how much you got into it and how yeah. like even now whenever you go back and rewatch it, you're like, wow. Like Joaquin's Phoenix was, was good. It was yeah. very good. But it's just it just had the elements of something missing. Yeah. It yeah. Just, it just didn't that. quite have that iconicness for want of a better word. 
Yeah. So what would, what have you if you're guessing you've got that at one, what would you have at two, three, four, five? Um so what was I thinking? I was I was thinking more two was um two again. Two was Man of Steel as well. I thought yeah. Man of Steel was very good. Uh three I've actually gone for I went for Dark Knight Returns rather than Batman Begins. Because I really liked um Bane. Bane in it. I thought his character in it was very good. Uh and I thought uh Tom Hardy played played him very well. Um he, he Wonder does, Woman He does well with his, uh, with his mouth yeah. into Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> Every role he's ever been in, his face is covered. <laughs> Most beautiful man I'm on sure. the planet. Let's put him in a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure everyone's probably gone to him. He's like, "Can you do the Bane impression for me now?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hour. But no, I did like that. I just would have loved to have seen where they would have gone, kind of at the end. Kind yeah. of, they obviously introduced a few characters, and then from there, we didn't know what happened after that. Would have loved to see kind of where it went from there. Yeah. Um, four was Wonder Woman. Um, mm -hmm. Loved, loved that film, um, and then oh, what was five? I think five was Shazam as well. Right. I thought Shazam was very good. Very, and, very similar. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing kind of where they go with it, and mm -hmm. obviously when The Rock comes in, will they obviously straight away introduce the two of them to each other? I, I. I don't think that thing that film's going to happen. Black Adam. Yeah. The more and more I see of it, I mean, with everything getting pushed back, and with yeah. Dwayne Johnson being the way he is with schedules, the hardest working man in the world. Yeah. I, I don't think that's happening. I yeah. Keep getting pushed and pushed. It's going to be what Gambit was to Fox. They're just going to keep pushing it and pushing it back until it doesn't happen. Yeah, and I, that that's that's I suppose that's the worry for. For everyone, kind of obviously, what you see, just there's going to be so many films impacted budget-wise, obviously, yeah. with, with obviously all the the COVID payments being affected and that. So, the fear for everyone is that like a lot of these movies might not happen down the line. Um, I suppose then, obviously, what would be your your top five Marvel then? This is probably okay. the most difficult one. I, I'll pre-qualify. I I could have put three of the four Avengers films as the top three. Yeah. But I've yeah. just put one Avengers film in there, um, at number one. But um, I'll let you know which one it is in a sec. At five, uh, I've got Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Very I good, love Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, that felt like Peter Parker. That felt like a, mm. a 16, 15, 16-year-old 16 in school. And like, with the awkward, being socially awkward. But it also had a lot of good action. It had a villain we hadn't seen before. It was, you know, interesting. Sequel, bit more to be, bit less to be desired, but beyond that, pretty good. Or Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Like something that just came out of nowhere and was became culturally iconic. I mean yeah. I I've been I've been working in education for the last six years. Everyone knows Rocket Raccoon, Groot, Star Lord. Everyone, it's it's become synonymous, and even like the headlining in Infinity War as well. This <laughs> something. Uh, um, at number three, we've gone Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. Um, yeah. that was 
you know, could easily just everything could have just fallen apart. And so many characters, no one could it could have been no one shone, could have been anything. But everyone had their moment. Like if you go through mm. that film, every every member of the Avengers has a moment to shine. Whether it's you know Ant Man going massive into Giant Man, whether it's Rhodey falling from the sky, whether it's Falcon, yeah. whether it's Falcon smack talking with uh, Tony, everyone yeah. everyone gets a moment in that film, but it still feels like a Captain America film. Yeah, yeah. And Cap's my favourite. He he always has been, and he probably always will be. But yeah. I do genuinely think that that felt like a Captain America film and it felt like the end of a trilogy whilst also furthering the Marvel story. Yeah. But the thing that didn't make it as number two is because Winter Soldier is number two. And oh, that okay. is the that I think is probably the best made film. Like I went yeah. I went to I went to the midnight screen and that and I've never had so much fun. Like that yeah. was insanely good. Um you know I think you look at back now and you think, oh, the twist wasn't really a twist. We sort of saw it coming because you think yeah. that that's Sebastian Stan in a mask. And <laughs> at the time, you think, oh, <laughs> just, who is this guest? <laughs> 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 it's obviously him. <laughs> um, so that was that's pretty good, and you know it. It felt like a political thriller. The world is after is chasing down Cap and Nat. And yeah. they're trying to get out, and the, the the government's against them in a conspiracy theory. And this is all in a comic book film, right? Like, yeah, it's not just oh, we've got to go and punch the the bad guy who's holding my love interest hostage with my best friend from two cylinders, and they've got a. It's nothing like that. It's nothing cliched. It was every, yeah. but it still had emotional stakes. Yeah. Number one, the first Avengers. Okay. I think I, did, I wasn't expecting the first Avengers. That's first it. Avengers. The first Avengers yeah. is was or should I say was when I was at university the most watched film in our university house. Like we got yes. DVD and just played it on repeat. It it hit it out of the park. Every possible thing, you know. That film could have fallen apart. I talked about having a big cast in Civil War, but then six yeah. or seven, six, seven, eight characters in Avengers felt massive at the time, and it it absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Again, everyone gets a moment. I mean, at times it feels a bit more like an Iron Man film, but everyone shone. Everyone had their moment. The the, the story was there. The, the dialogue was there. You know, yeah, the plot, the end sequence has maybe become a bit cliche now, but I feel at the time it wasn't a big blue beam into the sky where we've all got to stop it. That, that's been done to death by other people, but I think at the time that was that was almost not pioneering, but quite creative. And it's it without that you don't get Infinity War or Endgame. Yeah, which is what yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people look for if that first obviously if Iron Man had failed that wouldn't have been. But if you didn't have the Avengers, no, none of the big team ups happened. We'd just say we'd just be saying with smaller films. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, good list there. So I'm curious. Slight, 
Mine's slightly different now. <laughs> <laughs> have, we, have we got anything the same? One or two, yeah, one or two are the same. So um, I'm trying to think. Number five for me was uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. I thought, like you, I thought it was a very good storyline, the way they introduced. And I just thought the whole concept of just everything literally going, like politically and everything, just it, I thought the whole action scenes, everything, the storyline was very good. Mm -hmm. And the way they introduced Falcon into it as well was very good as well. Um, four was um, Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Yeah, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is very good. The the one thing everyone recognizes from that movie is the music. Like it's yeah. the one thing you think about straight away. Um, and I just think that storyline is very good as well. I didn't really like the second one as much. No, I didn't. I, I was a bit disappointed was... with what they Except. did with it. Um. Then third would be Endgame. Loved Endgame. I just it's, loved the storyline. I could sit down and watch it any any time of the day. It's hard um, not to. Yeah. Um, second, Black Panther. Very good choice. Yeah. I just thought with the timing of the film coming out and everything, obviously with the Black Lives Matter movement and obviously with the Oscars and scandal and everything just how it's kind of was based on obviously the majority of the cast were um black and it just helped kind of with that and i just thought mm -hmm. the whole way they implemented obviously with the castings and that and just the storyline was fantastic mm -hmm. um and then number one has to be my favorite superhero which is iron man will always be my number one well the original yeah, but it was going to be two or three, was it? Um. <laughs> it's just like it, it's what made Mar me like Marvel even more is that mm -hmm. movie is kind of one of the first things you watch. And if you watch that first, you fall in love with Marvel, I think, mm -hmm. because I just it's the one thing I associate like what what is your first Marvel film you can remember that you like? And that's the first one that pops into my head. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll always be kind of top of my list. Yeah, I, I think you can go with the original and it definitely, definitely up there is the first time. Yeah, yeah. Even even now, yeah. it, hold, it still holds up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you're introduced to so many different characters like in it as well that later down the line, you kind <laughs> of see how important they are as well. Yeah. Um, well, the, the other question I have for you is, um, obviously you said you, you preferred um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. <laughs> what did you think of the, the other two, kind of, what would kind of you rank them, kind of? I think Andrew Garfield is a great Spider-Man in, in one good film and one awful film. I yeah. Think, I think he himself is very good in the role, but he was just just the films didn't land i think yeah looking looking back i'm gonna say your first marvel films were like iron man mine were probably spider-man that yeah. original raimi spider-man yeah. and whilst i really enjoyed them i enjoyed all three of them um growing up and you look back and you think mm, three weren't great um yeah but it's really weird to think that Tof um toby Maguire was uh was like 40 playing a 16 year old that's 
just it, when you look back, you know, that that that's a that's a bloke in his thirties. He's got a he's got a mortgage. He's not destitute. You know, yeah, it just just something about it didn't seem right. But he, he was he. I like I like all of them. I think they're all good. Yeah, like the thing I I, I would say like I thought of the of the the three of them. I thought obviously you could see Toby Maguire was of the older age compared to the other two. Like the other two I thought fit yes. more into the role. Yes. Obviously with the whole kind of they made they sounded more intelligent as well. I found when you compare them obviously to Toby Maguire, he just seemed like a general yeah. kind of geek around tomboy yeah. rather than kind of the real intelligent kind of schoolboy college student kind of Thing I thought felt kind of more from the the Tom Holland kind of um, Andrew Garfield kind of look at it, you know. Yeah, I agree. I I, I agree. Tom, as, as good as Andrew Garfield was, he didn't feel like an awkward teenager. He felt like cool. He like takes photos and skates skateboards. It's like yeah, that you know <laughs> that doesn't really obviously taking photos does so that's Peter Parker. Yeah, but it doesn't feel it like authentic you meant to buy him as this awkward person who tr transforms into a confident and likable person yeah but if he was already that then there's no point in change he gets powers yeah basically exactly. basically iron man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <There's> no lesson <laughs> yeah well that that's the one thing i think i like about the tom holland movies as well is like as you, as you look through it, he always seems to have some sort of mentor in in there as well, which I like that kind of concept yes. that he has someone obviously with the Iron Man, and then obviously what's rumored to be that Doctor Strange in the next movie now is going to be kind of that mentor side as well. I know what I do. I know what I do want, and I don't think it will happen. But I do want Charlie Cox's Daredevil to show up. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I think I think if he because spoiler alert for far from home but if he needs a lawyer at the end of the film then yeah. who better than charlie cox is dead yeah. i mean that would be insane <laughs> yeah like it, it would fit into kind of like remember the um the animated series from the 90s mm. where uh, daredevil comes in obviously when uh to fight the kingpin's lawyer obviously because spider-man gets things so that kind of concept would be nice to have daredevil come in again you know, into that. Um, do you think they'll ever do a, a Spider Verse movie and live action one? Does does this current does the coming Spider Man three count? Because yeah, I see, I think they're going to show up. Do you think? Yeah, that's I, that, that was the thing I was I was going to ask you next is do you think they'll do it in the third? I, one? I want them to. I think they, I think they will, but I think they'll bottle it and save them for like an end fight. I think yeah. they'll show right like they'll come in like Endgame, they'll come in with portals and stuff like that. Yeah. I want them to be in from the start. I want like the opening scene to be like them falling through Absolutely. a wormhole and then that be the film. Yeah. Like that's what? that's another film I loved was in into the Spider-Verse and like if they could do that into a live action and yeah. have like obviously your Tom Holland, your Toby Maguire, your Andrew Garfield, like it would just make so much more sense. Yeah obviously to just do that because people want us like people are literally vocalizing that they want us 100 percent. i've got a theory i think yeah that i think i think that uh, toby Maguire is going to show up and i think he he will have been uncle ben to tom holland oh, i okay. think 
and then it's like, oh, you you look like me in this in this world, but in my world, you are Uncle your Uncle Ben. That's, ah, that's 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 a good theory, actually. Yeah, because like they'll, they'll meet and say, Uncle Ben, no, I'm Peter Parker. And so, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> just because um, it, it's similar. Yeah. Toby, Toby and uh, Marissa Tomei are similar age, so I think yeah. that, I think that would be a uh, a good a good callback. Yeah, definitely would. Um, obviously, then the other question, obviously that's Ray. Obviously, sadly, we lost we lost a, a great actor in Chadwick Bosman mm-hmm. this year. Sadly, um, who do you think is kind of going to replace him? Um, obviously, I don't think you can replace him. I mean, yeah. was quite poignant. With it, it was his, um, it was his, it would have been his birthday this weekend. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I, I watched all the videos of him. In this uh, over the last couple of days, and it's like just he seems such a kind, warm-hearted person. Like he genuinely felt like he cared about people and what yeah. he's talking about. He wasn't just turn up, read the script, go home. Black Panther meant something to him. All his roles did, whether it's Jackie Robinson or yeah. um, blank out some of the other roles he's done. <laughs> Jackie Robinson, but. I don't think you can replace him. I've got, mm. I'm looking at my notes now and I've got want, what I want to happen, what I'm fine with and what I think will actually happen. So what yeah. I want to happen, I want Shuri to become Black Panther. Yeah. I think that would be a massive thing. And I think you could play the death of Chadwick as you could play it as the death of T'Challa. Or, yeah. And I think you could, that's what, that's the, that would be the ideal situation for me. But, Shuri takes the role, becomes Queen of Wakanda, and just run, and then runs with it. And we have a female superhero, which is yeah. great, which we don't have enough of. Um, what I would be fine with, whether it be Winston Dukes and Baku takes over, yeah, that, that would because that that dude is cool. Every role, <laughs> him, he is a cool, cool guy. Like he showed up, he showed up in Endgame. I was like, yeah. Winston Duke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, if he took over, one theory I do, I don't think they'd do it, but if we're looking at multiverse, I think if you brought in Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger from a different universe where he didn't go down a, a path that was more evil, if he was if he was the king of Wakanda elsewhere, I think if yeah. you brought him in, that would be good because Michael B. Jordan's a terrific actor. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, like I would, I would kind of go with your thing about Shuri. Shuri yeah, uh, would be would be a great shout. Now, I'm just hoping they do some sort of. They don't just kill off obviously T'Challa. They do it in a way yeah. that obviously he died gracefully yes. or something. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you there. I hope it. It, it's like the Carrie Fisher situation in Star Wars. It's like there yeah. is you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Whatever you yeah. do, it's not going to be perfect for everybody, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, what I think they will actually do, I think they'll completely recast it. Who? I don't know. I've got some names written yeah. down, but I'd, I'd, they're going into production in July and I think they'll announce it the day of production. I think yeah. they'll say, here is. Um, John Boyega, he's, he's your Black Panther. 
you know, we yeah. honour Chadwick, we move, we, we move through this, um, whoever it might be. If they were to recast it, who would you want? <sighs> see, I don't know if you could recast it, see, that's, that's, that's the problem I have. Like, yeah. He's, he's, when you look at the character, like, you, you, that's the only person you think of was Chadwick, so, yeah. like, I would prefer that if the, if they just moved it over and kind of changed the storyline, like and the other other thing I am thinking is, have did they have this prepared? Obviously, because they must have known. Obviously, he had it to an extent. See, I, uh, they all seem pretty surprised. Like even the cast mm. and Ryan Coogler seemed surprised. Yeah, and it just makes you think. Did he? I think he probably did keep it to himself. Yeah, I think. Who's to say it's, a spec it's speculating about people's lives and it's yeah it's I don't know I I personally think he probably kept it to himself I mean I'm not yes. I have absolute faith in Kevin Feige if there's one person in Hollywood I trust wholeheartedly they've got they've got the casting nailed pretty much everywhere I know we've had a couple of recasts here and there for personal yeah. reasons not for tragic reasons. Yeah, it is tough. Like, it's hard to kind of think of someone different playing, obviously, the role. Um, it's, it's become an iconic role because of yeah. because of the like you said earlier, the cultural impact it made, because of the financial impact it made. It is he is synonymous with that role. You know, yeah. Like I said earlier, you can you can rattle off four or five Chadwick Boseman roles. He is Black Panther. Yeah, exactly. He, he is he is T'Challa. He, whereas you know, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, Chris Evans yeah. is Captain America, Chris Hemsworth is Thor. You can't imagine anyone else playing that roles. And no. I think you know, you could, you could maybe do some good fan casting, but synonymous, yeah. I suppose then the next question I kind of raised from that, obviously, with the Marvel side of it, is obviously Marvel now have access to the X Men and Fantastic Four. Yes. Do you think now's the time for them to, to bring them in? And then kind of, if so, who would you be casting? I am excited to see the X-Men and I am ecstatic to see the Fantastic Four. I do not want to see them for a good four or five years. I, yes. want, I want them to play out as they have planned with Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther 2, Guardians 3. Uh, Blade, all those films they've got lined up. I want them to just play out as normal. Then we get into yeah. Fantastic Four. I've got a complete list of Fantastic Four and X Men casting here, and it took me about twenty minutes. And I was like, <laughs> "Who would be good for this role?" <laughs> and I had such fun writing it. And some people went back and forth across both lists, but here we go. Yeah. So Fantastic Four, I've gone completely unoriginal for Reed Richards and Sue Storm. I think you can guess who I'm gonna. Go on, have a, who do you think, think? of my, on. Emily Blunt and, yeah, yeah, and um, what's his name? Um, John Krasinski. Oh, that's it, John Krasinski. Yeah, everyone has suggested yeah. them for a role, and I agree that I can't think of anyone better for them roles. I think they're the right age. I think that they have perfect yeah. chemistry. You saw it in a quiet place. You still, they are the husband and wife in real life. <laughs> you can't get yeah. yeah, better. And Exactly, their their chem their chemistry on set as well as off yeah. like it's just so good. Like they mm -hmm. they play 
they play it so well, so they would be the perfect fit. Yeah. Then I've got I've gone experimental with the rest. <laughs> okay. Um, so Johnny Storm. Yeah. I've gone Zac Efron. Yeah, I Zac was thinking him. I was thinking him myself. Zac, yeah. Zac Efron is a underrated actor in whatever he's been in, whether it's Neighbours or any of his roles outside of High School Musical. It's like Robert Pattinson. Get that, you know, teenage heartthrob out idea out. He is a good good actor who can play the role. Yeah. Um, the thing, I originally had somebody else who I moved to my X-Men list, and I'll touch on them in a second. But I went with uh, a lesser-known actor called, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this name horribly wrong, uh, Matthias Schunetz, who okay. was, he, had, he was the lead in a film last year called The Mustang. So he was a, uh, was a prisoner, and very introverted, which I think that suited yeah. Ben Grimm. Um, he was also in, did you watch The Old Guard on Netflix? Uh, yes, he was. Yeah. He, he's one of the henchmen. He's one of the main group in that, and I think he's. Oh, really, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, the, he's the one that. Spoiler alert! Is he's, he's the one that betrays the group? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think one now. Yeah. So yeah, um, and Doctor Doom. I went bonus. I went Doctor Doom. Um, Sam Witwer. From. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Sam Witwer, because mate, because. Sam Witwer is great with his voice. If you've watched Clone Wars or Rebels, he is yeah, outstanding. Yeah, yeah. And Doctor Doom spends most of his time behind the mask anyway. So I think that's exactly, yeah. quite menacing. He's a similar age to the rest of the people I've picked. So that's who I'd go with. That and yeah. Doom needs more roles. You know, he can't just be more than Palpatine for the rest of his life. Exactly. Yeah. As much as I'd love him to be, but he can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no, definitely, definitely good choices there. For sure. Yeah. Have you, um, have you any any advance on them before I get to X Men? I'm similar. I'm similar more in kind of them. Um, obviously with the Zac Efron, Emmy Blunt, and John Krasinski. Mm -hmm. Um, it was hard to kind of pick for Ben because you're trying to think of like, just think of who would be good kind of voice wise. Mm -hmm. Kind of obviously with all the rubble and that. Um, so I wasn't able to kind of pick someone for that and then obviously because you picked doom i probably would go with your your choice for doom as well <laughs> See, I, I thought about oh who's good at, um, at motion capture and i thought they're already all in marvel <laughs> they've all had roles yeah. doing superheroes yeah. we need more motion capture artists but um x-men um i went professor x i went ray fines oh ray fines yeah ray fines because like I I do enjoy the James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender versions of characters. I don't want to see younger people in the role. I want to see someone a bit more distinguished. Yeah. I want to see someone who is, you know, like, not, you, I don't think you'll ever get close to Patrick Stewart again, but someone who can yeah. still bring a bit of gravitas. Yeah. Which is, gravitas suits my Magneto pick. Um... Giancarlo Esposito. Okay, yeah. I think he would be oh, yeah. terrific in the role. I think he is... He, we know the guy plays evil well, if you've seen yeah. Mandalorian, if you've seen Breaking Bad. Um, I'm sure there's a few others as well. He does play scary roles, and I think... Well, you, can, you can argue Magneto isn't a villain, but yeah. I think he, would, he could bring a bit, of, a bit of range to it that we've not seen before. 
Um, Logan. That's that's a big topic of debate. Um, yeah. I went Tyron Edgerton. Oh, that's not bad, actually. Because yeah, everyone goes, oh, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy. I, yeah. I, I think Tom Hardy's going to do Venom for the rest of his life. Um, yeah. And more power to him. I got, I got kicked out of Venom. Um, but I think Tyron Edgerton would bring a lot to the role. I think he's very physical. If you've seen Kingsman, if you've seen Rocky, yeah. and he's a great actor. He, I, I, did he get nominated for Oscar? I can't remember if he did or not, but if he didn't, he was robbed of a nomination. Yeah. Um, Storm, I went to try and go a little bit different. And I went for Naomi Aki, who was in The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, I thought she, she'd be good. Someone we've not seen a lot of, but, you know, with a bit of screen time, could show a bit more. Uh, Cyclops, I went Nina Masood from Aladdin. Yeah. Um Again, someone I've not seen a lot of. Beast, Toby Kebbell, um, from from the from previous Fantastic Four. I did have him as uh, the thing, but I thought this would be a bit more suited. Again, motion yeah, capture and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, Jean Grey, I went Rosa Salazar from Elite Battle Angel. Oh, wow. I thought, yeah. I thought someone, again, someone... What Marvel tend to do is they take people who aren't well known to the public. They're not your Brad Pitt, your Tom Cruise's, you know, instantly recognisable. They take smaller people and make them big. Look at Chris Pratt, you know, yes. Parks, and, Parks yeah. and Rec, small time roles, and then boom, he's going to do Jurassic World because of his success with Marvel. Um, yeah. And. I, I, a bit of a fun one. I went Psylocke and I went Chloe Grace Moretz because I really like Chloe Grace Moretz and I don't think she's in enough things. So, yeah, that's something I... That's where I've landed with the X-Men. I don't know. I struggled. I struggled to pick because there's so many things and that... I I was going trying to think of your concept, obviously, an actor who isn't, like, as well known like it's it's something as well as marvel you see it across with like the james bonds as well obviously um that's what something they do with in that concept as well it's always an actor who's not as well known doesn't feature as much in movies but then the minute they get into it that actor's career skyrockets yes for them. 100%. um now there is one person i would love to see in the, the oh. marvel kind of as idris elba Whoa, who would you have him as? That was uh, that's what I was trying to think, but I think his like whether you have him as s someone like who's like, like thing or something, I think his voice alone just is perfect for any any role. I, I don't think he'll come back to the MCU having been in the previous Thor films and yeah. you know, yeah, unceremoniously dumped off, you know, yeah, he's probably arguably. Anthony Hopkins is the best actor in those films, but he's one of the better yeah. actors in that film. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And he is criminally underused. I mean, yeah. It suited the story. The story is Thor and Loki and brothers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Is it Idris Elba? <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've got to give him more stuff to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, I suppose then kind of the next question I have from that is... Uh, with the um, 
the Marvel, what series are you most looking forward to of the ones that have already been lined up? Again, I've gone a little bit of a ranking. I'm going eight. Because eight I counted eight series. If I've missed any up, please feel free to shout up. Um, yeah. Great. I went, what if? Fun, fun idea. Um, but yeah. it doesn't further the narrative. So I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. But I'm, I'm not mad keen. Um, yeah. Seven, gone Hawkeye. Uh, yeah, the only the only reason it's not eight is probably because Haley Steinfeld's in it and she's outstanding. Um, if it's them two and she then comes on to become half Hawkeye, then I'm all for it. Whereas if it's yeah. just, if it's just uh, Jeremy Renner doing his thing, and I'm like, we we've seen your arc. Where can you possibly yeah. go after this? You should have yeah. you should have retired after Age of Ultron. That was it. Um. Six gone She Hulk with Castiano Maslani, and I think it was similar to I think it's going to be similar to Daredevil, courtroom drama, and all that sort of stuff that goes with it. There's just I think there's better things on the list. Um, five went Miss Marvel, um, with Iman Bellini, Bellani playing Kamala Khan. Yeah. I, that that started filming now, and that actually looks quite fun. That looks like it's going to be a like so much of the Spider Man's gonna be like teenagers in the superhero world, but big yeah. budget, not like runaways or something like that, where it's just teen angst all the time. <laughs> it's just gonna be, you know, you know, aspire to greatness, won't be the best you can be, which is really, you know, quite life affirming. Um, number four, this, this is what it got tight between the top four. Um, yeah, went low key at number four. I just couldn't quite the the other three maybe maybe so we know more about them because they're a bit more on the horizon. Yeah. Whereas this is sort of like where and when is this happening? Like how does yeah. this, where does this fall? Is it this dimension? Is it another dimension? Which is a fun idea because you can do a lot more with it. You're not tied to too much. And Tom Hilston's great, but I, I I love the linear story of things. So number three. Yeah. Went one division, and that looks like it's a lot of fun. Like, I I love a good sitcom, particularly from the eighties and the nineties. That's, yeah. that's that's what I grew up with, um, and I think that they're going to play with that trope. I think that's going to be a lot of fun, whilst also yeah. setting up things that are to come in Marvel. Whether it's Doctor Strange two, which we think is happening as on the back of this series, and all the other stuff that might go with it. I would I would really like it to set up Scarlet Witch to be a villain now, if she's just yeah. gone completely off the scale and just and she's just going to be terrified. Can she again? She was just sort of a bit part in Endgame in Infinity War, and she, I think like she could do a lot more. Hmm. Two, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I can't think wait for that one. That's gonna be that's gonna be that's just gonna be kick ass. They're dynamic. If you they are the same they are the same in real life as they are on screen where yeah they, just, you get the, obviously they like each other, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, but you get the feeling that they, they do like to play with that rivalry from their screen on screen and take the Mickey out yeah. on Holland, yeah. which is always good. Um which leaves number one, Moon Knight. Yeah, that one. That one. Is... I'd love to kind of know what the more about him. I haven't read too much about him. I need to read into one more. But that, that definitely looks like good. That would have been about number four or five. 
before yeah. they cast Oscar Isaac. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's a different different ball game because Oscar Isaac is tremendous. In oh, he's every yeah. single role he's in, he is tremendous. He's more than just Poe Dameron. Like if you've seen Ex Machina, yeah. The, 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 I think the concept is that he's got he's a person with split personality, um, similar to James McAvoy in Split, and him playing with those roles whilst also being a, like a Batman pseudonym, you know. What's not to love? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It will be interesting, kind of, to see. Like, I think, kind of, my five. I didn't rank them, but the, I think the five I'm really looking forward to was Loki. Yeah. Um, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Uh, One Division, mm -hmm. and. Uh, what was the other one? Did I say Loki? Yeah, I said Loki. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was What If, just to see kind of where they go with, go with it. Okay. The, Disney Plus have done good things with animation in the last couple of years. Yeah. Whether, it's, yeah. whether it's Clone Wars or Rebels and things like that, they've done really well. So I've got faith. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. And speaking of which, it is the last thing that Chadwick Boseman recorded. Um, is, is his lines for that, where he's playing Star-Lord. Yeah, so that'll be good to see. Yeah, like it's 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 definitely going to be something kind of to to see and see kind of where they go with a lot of the the series. Like, and I think there's so many different storylines now. Like, for example, for the Loki one, I think what they're going to do is they're probably obviously the way they did Endgame, where he steals the Test Tesseract and teleports. So I'd say what I'll do is it'll go on from that. Yeah, and see. Probably is more than likely what they'll do. 100%. We'll see kind of what where he goes from there. Hundred percent. I think that's uh, it, it, it's, it, I think that's the most unpredictable thing. Like if yeah. they said that he's going to play with time, if it's like Forrest Gump where they sort of mess with it and you like you see like the JFK assassination and Loki's in the background, or if you see all these events from history and there he is, I think that would be a really cool thing to play with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but definitely, they've they they've really diversified kind of their universe. Like they can do so much with it, mm -hmm. because they've introduced all these characters and the way kind of they've ended the obviously end game. They they have all these stories ready to go from there, mm -hmm. so they can go off in their different different ways. And I I find as well, apart from one or one or two characters in end game, they really kind of gave some characters a, a very good send off. Who did you not think they gave a good send off to? <laughs> Obviously, yeah, Black Widow for sure. We'll see what happens with the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, that one. She, she was very unceremoniously dumped off, and yeah, pretty pretty weak. That? Yeah, it was like you kind of saw it coming. I think as well when you got to that scene, you was like, oh, we know what's gonna happen here. Yeah, I, 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 I still thought Clint was going over. I thought, yeah. I thought, he, you know, when she jumped first, and you know, and then he went. I thought, all right, there we go. And then they do another switch. Oh God, bro, what do we? This is a little fight scene. Where you're just like, what is going to do? So I'm still trying to get my head around that for just one thing at a time. Yeah, that's that's the the next thing actually as well. Obviously, with Thor: Love and Thunder, um, what's kind of your opinion on kind of what they're going to do with that? 
Well, that's a question. Um, now, I think the cast in this is very good for it. Yeah. Has it been confirmed that Christian Bale's in it? Yeah, Christian Bale's in it. Yeah. He's, he's already over filming. Um, so you've got obviously Christian Bale, Natalie Portman, yeah. uh, Tessa Thompson, obviously uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt has been yeah. confirmed as well. Like, it actually looks like there's going to be a good cast yeah. casting to it for it. I think it'll start off, and I think it'll be... I think they'll start off with Thor with the Guardians, because that's where we left off. I think yeah. they'll they'll do a mission. I think Thor will be get in the way or something, and they'll kick him out. And that's that's like the first five minutes of the film. So, do you remember in Guardians 2, where they, they spent this by that big slug thing? At the, right yeah. at the start of the film. I think that's going to be something like that, but Thor's just going to mess it yeah. up. And then just going to boot him out. Fine, because as fun as that would be for a whole film, I want to see him do his own thing. And then I think yeah. I think something will bring him back to Earth with Natalie Portman's character and go from there. Because Asgard's now on Earth as well, so he might just keep coming back. Well, the, I think it was the rumour is what they were saying is the storyline is going to be that some like Natalie Portman's character yeah. is going to have cancer or yes. something. And now he's going to come back and then obviously she goes into and gets to wield the hammer. Yeah, I think that, that'll be, that's going to be that's going to be good. I mean, for someone yeah. that, for someone that was so checked out of the role, um, like she, yeah. she was done. She was not coming back. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's the, it's the Taika effect. Taika Waititi, like everyone wants to work with him. Oh, yeah. I want to work with him. We're not even working in the same industry. Um, he's just. I think he's just got a personality about him that people want gravitate to him, whether yeah. whether it's something like Jojo Rabbit or The Mandalorian or Thor Ragnarok, people, or what we do yeah. in Shadows. People want to work with him and see what he's about. Because as far as I'm concerned, he's not missed. He's, he's yeah. not missed on anything. Yeah. Right. No, you know, he's, he's very good at what he does. Like He's one of, one of those um, directors that... Everyone, everyone just loves to watch his stuff. Like, I love, I love Jojo Rabbit. That's such a good film. That's actually one I haven't seen. Would you believe? Oh, I've, I have. I has been on my list to watch. I just haven't been able to see it. Oh, who'd have, who'd have thought a satire about the Nazis would be one of the best films of the year? I mean, <laughs> well, it's like, it's like watch McCallis, um, Inglorious Bastards as yeah. well. Like that's. That's the like there are those few directors who can make movies mm-hmm. based back then like that are are very good and people like yeah. like my dad as my dad said like that opening scene in Glorious Bastards mm-hmm. is one of the best scenes he's ever yes. seen with Christoph Waltz because he himself is an amazing actor. He is terrifying in that role. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not the biggest in Glorious Bastards fan, but I enjoyed it. But it, yeah, Quentin, Quentin's hit or miss for me. Um, but I did enjoy, I did I can see the benefits of that one. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to miss you know war films I think are very hard to make watch if they're good, they're hard to be watchable, rewatchable. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I I was crossing off some classics during the during the lockdowns and I watched Schindler's List for the first time. And yeah. That is a that is an excellent film. I have no desire to go and rewatch it. it yeah, it's yeah. just a hard watch. 
It's just one of those ones that you probably once you once you've ticked it off, you're just like, okay, I, okay, I've done, I'm, I've done my. I'm part of this yeah. cultural thing. I now know of it. I am, but Jojo Rabbit, on the other hand, I would, if you say I'm going to watch it now, I'm like, yeah, I was watching it now. Get it on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's like there's. It's good, kind of obviously to see, especially during now, like. I what I've noticed when I've seen there's a lot of movies obviously being added now like to obviously to cope for people to cope with obviously no cinemas and stuff like that and some movies now being released straight on the platforms rather like obviously you had the likes of Onward and then Disney doing the stupid thing of Mulan yeah being that, that you have to pay for <laughs> I won't lie. I found a way to. I found a way around that and watched it anyway. The secret <laughs> ingredient is crime. <laughs> um, but like it's it's the same with uh, I think it was Wonder Woman as yeah. well as going to be on Christmas Day. So I think loads of people are looking forward to seeing kind of where that goes as well. I think the, we're still planning on releasing that in cinemas on Christmas Day. Yeah, and that, that's the case in the US. I'm not sure what it is like here. It depends what Boris says. Yeah. But, um, I think for the most part, I mean, yeah, if it's out Christmas Day, I'd have to go and see it. As long as, yeah. you know, everyone's precautious and, you know, does all the right stuff. Exactly, yeah. I'm not paying 30, um, not paying 30 pounds for it on Disney Plus. Put it that way. No, <laughs> no not, not a chance. Like, no. I'd, ra I'd rather find another way around that, like... Yeah. Because the only other thing you could do, like, as I said, when with the whole Mulan thing, is you could always do obviously social distance wise have some sort of party that everyone watches it together and yeah. everyone pays a little fee towards it or something like that. I was kind of hoping that with all this stuff going on at the minute, whether that would drive throughs yeah. would make a recovery and become more accessible and more of a thing. Yeah. When, when we were working in America, I went to a drive through once or twice and it's a great time. It's yeah. Maybe, maybe, no, that's, maybe that's because we were in like Indiana and it's like, 40 degrees all the time, whereas, you know, <laughs> here it's miserable and you sat outside, you know, <laughs> sat watching yeah, television no, in the I, freezing I, cold. I do agree with that. I, I thought as well, like, I was seeing people going to drive-thrus and that, like, I thought that would be something that would pick up and even cinemas would try do that, obviously, for their own, keep yeah. them, themselves going and bring in more income into them, but obviously just doesn't seem to be. I'd say it's the weather mainly that people yeah. have been thinking about, obviously. Um, and then I suppose, obviously, the Star Wars side of it. Now, this, this, this is <laughs> like my childhood. Star Wars is like my childhood. Yeah. I remember, like, the first, the first three movies, um, like, f from when I was young, like, just watching them and absolutely loving them. I'd watched them on repeat nearly. I loved them so much. Um, what where do you see them kind of heading next with the storylines obviously you have the mandalorian now which i think is a great storyline and i like how they've brought in characters from like the clone wars yeah. and rebels yeah into it i star wars since the disney acquisition has been very hit and miss yeah critical critical financially it's been outstanding like they've, they've made the money back they paid four billion i think they've made like six so by any stretch yeah. of imagination that's a good deal um the things that the film the films have been divisive at best we, however you want to look at the five films that they've released they have been divisive Force, i love the force awakens i think that's one of the best star wars films it's in my top three 
Yeah. Um, Rogue One, very good, great war film, fun, fun, fun time for a war film. Um, Last Jedi, depends on what side of the fence you're on. I quite like it. There's bits I don't like, but there's bits I do. Yeah. I do. I do love large parts of it. Uh, Solo, pretty throwaway. Fun time would have been a, would have been a good solid series, I think. Uh, and Rise of Skywalker, fun but pretty much forgettable. So the thing, but on the other side of that is what has been what has been unanimously popular in the TV shows, whether it's Rebels, Clone Wars, yeah. or Mandalorian. So I think they're going to stay with TV. I think films will come later down the line. Tyker's making a new film. Ryan Johnson's allegedly making a film. Whether that happens, I don't know. Um, but I want to see them go down the series route. They are doing with Obi-Wan, and they are doing with um, Cassie and Andor. I think that'll be fun. I think yeah. the avenues that we've explored in the last two episodes of Mandalorian have been like, I've, if you ask my other half, I've audibly gasped at the television because something happened which I did not think we would see. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to loosely say that because I know people haven't maybe watched it yet, particularly this week's, but when redacted characters says, where is other redacted character's name? Yeah, How is that? and <gasps> you feel you feel like it's going to create another series, yeah. maybe. Like that's that's the that's the impression I got from the last two episodes. Is yeah. are, are they going to go and create a set, whole separate series now for us to watch? I I think we'll get a a series based on the character that was introduced in this series in the last episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, I think that. That will be well. I think it'll be live action. Um, yeah, I think they could do more with it in do more with it in terms of in animated because that's the medium that yeah. we're used to. But I think they'll, they'll, the reaction seems to have been positive from what I've seen. Yeah, I like. I'm seeing already. Like I was looking at the comments. Obviously, I follow uh, comicbook.com, ah, yes. and I was just even just watching some of the comments from after people talking about it and they were saying oh we need to see more of this character get more episodes like straight away like you can see that there's a demand there for yeah. these characters yeah um, I, think, it, I think that's something yeah. i think that's something they'll explore and i think because they've got the streaming now they've got them they've got a way of distributing it without having their hands tied um from a creative point of view and i think as long as filoni and favreau have got some sort of not control because I think they can they can let things flow. Like Deborah Chow is going to do Obi Wan, and I think that's going to be really good because she did the two best yeah. episodes of the Mandalorian season one. Um, yeah. And I do think I think that's going to be good. I think Cassie will be all right. That's fun. Um, well, where did they go from here? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I've got my theories. I've got where where I would want it to go, but I don't think. I don't think the stuff I want to go will happen. What, what, where do you think, where would you like them to go? I'd, there's two series that I'd like them to do. One, yeah. this, the, the, the one, the main one is something I've been fascinated with since I was like seven. Like, it's Return of the Jedi, we've beat the Empire, Vader's gone, the Emperor's dead. Um, no, no, that's not the case, but... Um, 
what happens the day after? Yeah, what, that episode, yeah. What, what does that what does that world look like? Because as as we've seen through the Mandalorian, it didn't just automatically change. That's not how liberations work. That's not how political coups work. There's a transition, and yeah. I would like to have seen what Han, Luke, and Leia, Lando, and Chewie did next. Like, did you know? Did uh, Leia go and form a government? Did what's Luke looking for Jedi for? What's is Han going back to smuggling? What does that yeah. look like? Um, the other series I would like to see is takes place after the Rise of Skywalker, and I want to see what Rey does next. Yeah, because as we've seen, depending on what side of the fence you sit, the, uh, the prequels were not universally loved. Like I'm, mm. I'm still on that. I think that I've, I've grown to appreciate them, but like I can't. I, as a, Let's put on Attack of the Clones. No, I'm not going to sit and watch it. I don't like yeah. it. Like but, the series, the series was much better than like obviously the movie. What... I think the only movie that I like for the storyline because it gives you more of detail on certain characters. I think mm -hmm. the only movie I really liked in those was the Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. That's the only one I liked. I didn't really like the other two as much. I liked because... I like Phantom Menace when it came out, but I was seven at the time, and it was sort of like, yeah. oh, that was cool. And I was thinking of the last ten minutes, which is really cool. Um, but the rest of it's sort of not. But... Yeah. The other thing as well I'd love to see more of is um, one of my favorite villains and I you know it's my brother my my younger brother he's the same as well love to see more of what happens with Darth Maul after oh. the the first film just yeah. to see the whole storyline after that and how it ha what happened just just a, a great a great film of him dragging himself out of that hole <laughs> <laughs> with no legs <laughs> just no way to the top and then falling back down like an episode of Keshi's cat. <laughs> but oh, he's falling again. <laughs> no, like that. Like he's one villain. I think when you first are introduced to him, he's like, "Well, oh, this is serious." And then what happens in the first one? They kill him off, and you're just like, "Really? They're building him up to be so." Clone Wars and Rebels really fleshed him out, and yeah, I think they, they've obviously hinted at more stuff with, through. Um, Solo, yeah, he pops up at the end of that, and I think a series explaining why what he's doing there would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. Like it would, it would be so much better if they introduced his character more, because I think a lot of people would easily would easily watch it like and would like it because I think he's a villain that everyone kind of likes no matter whether they watched him in the series or whether they watched him in the, the first film he's one of the villains that you recognize that you probably want to see more of as well yeah I agree um, I agree entirely it's tricky it's <laughs> tricky because we have all these concepts but we don't know what's going through Disney's mind at the moment <laughs> this, this thing a lot of Star Wars fans I don't want to gen not going to generalize at all, but some of them just aren't happy. Like no one, no one yeah. hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. That's something I do. Yeah. You'll never please all of the people all of the time. No, you know, I love The Force Awakens. It's I unabashedly love that film. Yeah. Some people hate it, and that's fine. 
we're all we're all we're all different. You know, everyone tells me, "Oh, Reservoir Dogs is a great film." I can't stand it. It's that's something that the fandom's got to go get over. But yeah, when when Disney took it over, we had two great films to start off with, and then a very divisive film, and everything fell apart, and all harmony went out the world in Star Wars. <laughs> And everyone was like that, that that's the thing, like when everyone everyone judge judged obviously, yes, there are there are gonna be they're they're transitioning over, like there are there are gonna be movies that might not be as good. They're they're like yeah. you can't be perfect. There has to be the one or two bad ones before you get a good one sometimes. And I think that's the thing that goes with it's because there's the the films with Star Wars have been like one a year. Whereas something like yeah. Marvel's like two or three a year. Like you said earlier, yeah. you didn't like Guardians 2. Not many people did. But so yeah. like Spider-Man's coming in three months' time. It's a palate cleanser. It's like you yeah. think with The Mandalorian. Like everyone, not many people liked episode two, season two. The one with the, yeah. with the spiders. But there's another episode in a week. So if you didn't like that one, there's another one coming. Exactly, yeah. yeah so it builds it up like... Um, is uh, Baby Yoda your favourite character then in the series? I'm not saying I would die for that child, but I probably would. <laughs> I would, I would put myself in some harm's way to save that little puppy. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think I think it's the one character everyone's just come to love. Like, yeah, it's the first thing you think, and it's the one thing you love about watching. It's like, oh, I get to see Baby Yoda again. <laughs> the Baby Yoda show, it is, hundred percent is like, you know, yeah. I, but the plot doesn't have to change. It could be, you know, Mando says, stay on the ship. Baby looks at him, coos, and she goes, ugh, fine. Like, that's it. That's, that's <laughs> me. I'm done. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Give good. me a film of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed as well you're wearing a, is it a Deadpool top. Yeah, Deadpool. So that's, that's, that's another question I, I forgot to ask earlier is, where do you, where do you see the third Deadpool going? I I either want it to be he comes to a multiverse wormhole or I just want him to really lean into the meta aspect of it like he just goes right I'm Disney now and like, he shows up at Disney World and meets Bob Iger and Alan Horn and like just sits in a meeting with them and just just get really meta with it like Chris, he Chris Evans comes in and like auditions for Deadpool or something like that and I think that'd be really good <laughs> yeah yeah no it's 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 good though. I know. I think when it was originally when obviously when Disney originally bought Fox, mm -hmm. everyone kind of questioned obviously it originally because yeah. they're like so many things are going to be affected by it, um, and the worry for a lot of people was Deadpool. Yeah, obviously being um, scrapped. But it looks like it's gone the other way, and it looks like Disney will go more. Mm -hmm. Do one or two R-rated movies if they need to. I think that I think they've got the aspect for it. I've, I've heard rumours that they're going to explore like a password protect on Disney, on Disney Plus, like a yeah. not a not an explicit section, but just a bit more bit more than PG thirteen. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with them doing that. Yeah, because brands your brand, you, you look, can't you can't mess with it. It's the same when you look at obviously you look at Marvel and you look at DC. Marvel is when you look at it is more um i think majority of the stuff apart from the one or two characters are more jokes around kind of 
humor more and then when you look at obviously your dc it's kind of more intense mm -hmm. kind of more brooding graphic or brutal kind of mm -hmm. and then obviously then you have the exception of marvel with deadpool deadpool just has no filter he's just mm -hmm. like i'll chop someone up or the, the, the first deadpool is is different class is yeah just it it changed a lot of things in the genre it really did yeah. It changed how we saw that all. Uh, I, I, I work in education and do PE sessions and things like that. Someone falls over, I still shout superhero landing. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you know it's like, Whoa, superhero landing? <laughs> yeah, nice. I, I, think, I think you can just fold the two Deadpool films in. Like, yeah. Like, you could just say, right, they happened in the same universe. Yeah. There's nothing to say that it doesn't, with the maybe the minor cameo from the X Men, but you could just say, right, that just happened. That that first film happened between Thor and Captain America. Between those films, yeah, stick it in there. Why not? Yeah, definitely, definitely good. Like it's it's very easy. Just... And I, I I love I love seeing all the the, the memes about uh, Endgame and. Deadpool was one of the the portals. <laughs> yeah, it would have been it would have been great if he'd shown up, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like Even one. if it was just just for a split second. I like I like the ones where um, it's the defenders and they're all like waiting. They say, "Don't worry, it'll open soon," <laughs> and they're just still stuck there like <laughs> ten minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's like. You could chat about so many different things. Like you could be here for hours chatting. Like, and, like there's so many different topics you can divulge. It's it's great. That's what I love about like talking about obviously your Marvel, your DC, your movie series. Like that, there's so much you can cover, and I'm actually excited to see where a lot of these things go. Obviously, with the DC with the Schneider cut, then you obviously have all the Marvel films next year and the series coming out. I think there's so much to look forward to. We're really at a point now where Endgame's finished off the current Marvel run. DC yeah. seems to have slowly got their act together with more of a Snyder take. Star Wars yeah. has finished its run with, with the sequel trilogy. It feels like a fresh beginning for the major franchises. Yeah. Whether whether they take the opportunity, whether they stick to yeah. the formula, I think we'll slowly get together. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I'm. I suppose it is exciting times for a lot of people because more content, especially for next year. There's going to be more content on on your your Disney Plus or your your stuff to watch. So you're you're gonna have a a long list to write down <laughs> of stuff to watch. Oh, I, I love the list. I, I keep a list of films every year and I love it when it's really long and I think, oh, yeah. I can fill that up. And fortunately, there's nothing on during June and July so I can go and watch the Euros, which is great. Um, yeah, exactly. worried about fitting all the cinema times in. I want to watch, you know, uh, Poland against Montenegro. Why not? Because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what the Euros is all about. <laughs> Just watch the exactly. Don't give me France and Spain. Give me two no opers. <laughs> <laughs> the last World Cup, I got it ran. I got it ran in the last World Cup sweepstake, and I had more fun watching them than I did watching England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
so emotionally intact. Oh, sure. I can even remember like when when being in America for the World Cup, and I I had more fun watching it abroad mm. than I did watching it at home because I just think it feels better. It it felt it felt like people wanted to listen to us, like you know, people like oh who who's this team, who's that team, whereas in, in I do find the difference here is everyone is an expert on football. And yeah. And everyone's got an opinion on it. Whereas over there, they don't. It's fourth it's the fourth choice sport. Where and and oh, you want to listen to us and you want to listen to our opinions and engage what we do. That was the appealing thing about it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's going to be a great year i hopefully it's going to be a lot different to this year we're not going to have as many problems as we've had this year or many celebrity deaths or <laughs> hopefully deaths. hopefully fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah um but uh i suppose that's probably the best place to end it yeah no worries enjoyed it um, that was good fun no thanks for that um Thank you again, Elliot, for joining me for episode seven of What I Hit Sun. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed that. And it was great to do an Instagram live with someone. Um, something different and something of a change. Um, nice to try new things every now and again. Um, I, if you really enjoyed that episode and would like to do something similar or get involved, just send me a message at littlemar10 on uh, social media or uh, Keen Samuel O'Maher on Facebook. Uh, just drop me a message, let me know you'd be interested in doing an episode and I'd be happy to uh, fit you in. Um, a few lined up along the way, so keep your eyes out for more. Uh, also give Elliot a follow on social media. He's at Els Reviews on all platforms. Really, really good detailed uh, summaries and reviews of different movies and series and I thoroughly enjoy uh, getting involved and leaving comments on different things he reviews really really good um so please give him a follow and thank you again Elliot, for joining me and thank you all for listening to this episode of what it hits on stay tuned for more thank you <laughs>